Hello and welcome to a new episode of Tangents with Colleen and Mike, the podcast. With a special guest. He needs alcohol to get rid of his stage fright. He studies computer engineering, not computer science, but prefers UI UX design. He likes running and not only from his problems. In love with Tim Ferriss and Joe Rogan, when he grows up, he wants to be a professional podcast guest. Everyone welcome Alex Lazar. Hello, Alex. Thank you for the spike. Hello, glad to be here. Hey, man, how's it going? How's it going? It's going great. What about you? We're good. We're good. good. I'm on my still half of my first beer and you guys are on your second slash third yeah you're yeah. falling behind third. you're definitely falling behind Look, man i got a podcast to run here yeah. i mean to be fair we had dealt with quite some nerve-wracking technical difficulties we have i almost shit my pants before it is we started recording <laughs> and by we of... i mean you we were I mean, just yeah, here coming yeah, you, you guys what about if you take that cable off will it work <laughs> you guys were socializing and i was like oh fuck did i did i ruin this thing did i fuck it up oh no we just assume you ruined it and we're gonna just socialize <laughs> in the studio so that's that how you doing alex how's your evening yeah it's great right now are you happy that we thing. kidnapped you and brought <laughs> yeah. you here into our den into yeah. a creepy den full of surprises force feeding you alcohol <laughs> it's interesting being here in your little creep really why yeah i don't know i thought it it will be more hipster like you are mike <laughs> but well, it, it's quite i don't know minimalist and did you see my vinyl github cat over there yeah. did you see my uh aaron hansen painting <laughs> over there and the i don't know my felicia day autobiography book <laughs> i'm enjoying it yeah it's quite nice yeah I'm curious because in my head, minimalist goes hand in hand with hipster. What does hipster? No, not, what does a hipster home look to you? I don't know, mm. but I thought he he might have a little more like music and things around here. Like a Mike, lot why don't you have music on your wall? And there's a guitar right behind you. Yeah, but more. Like, How many instruments do you think I need? And you like video games. I, I haven't seen anything about video games around here. I quit. Well, there's a rubber duck right there. And if you're smart enough, you'll know you'll get the joke. <laughs> I'm not. That's a programming joke, not a video game joke. Still, whatever. Yeah, I don't have many video games. That's things. a portrait of Aaron right there. You yeah, don't I need mean, anything what, what more, more do you that? need? There's, there's a coffee poster right behind me. Nailed it. Have like four guild of wars here or guild wars. Yeah, I have the the <laughs> first four guild wars games. Well, the the first guild wars game, but all the expansions. You're responsible, boy. You actually bought the game. I bought it back in the day. Yeah. Well, the first time I played it, I got it from a classmate of mine in in second in secondary school. Uh, he let me play on his account, and then I was like, I love this game, so I started. I was like, I. I started get gathering money to buy it. I feel bad for not playing enough video games. I don't know why, but I really? didn't play any. Yeah. Did you feel like well, you like missed ever? out or why? Yeah, not like missing out, but I wish I played more. Did you play ever any games? Yeah, but like, I don't know, GTA or FIFA or the mainstream ones. Right. Nothing. Uh, I play like Age of Empires 2 and 3. Hey. I like strategy, but I don't know. I didn't go too much in depth of it. Mm. I hated strategy games back in the day. I, I, never, I could never get behind it. I was always in first-person role-playing game. Huh. I was always in role-playing game. I want to play Cyberpunk right now, but... Well, you have a PlayStation, so... Why don't no, you play? I don't. It's at my brother's. Your brother has a PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. Just go visit your brother. <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy the PlayStation 5, but... Everyone does. Any. Yeah, I Everyone know. does. I don't. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I have a Nintendo Switch. I think I've qu- quit the... 
I How could you plan that? I Wait. don't know. It's strange. It's so good. Is How it? dare you? It's so good. Okay. Have you played with me, Colleen, on the Nintendo Switch? No. We didn't play together. You what showed me. What the fuck, you... man? We played... What? When? We, we played uh, Pikuniku. <laughs> we don't play. You showed me Pikuniku. Didn't we play it together? We did not play on... Didn't we play two players? I don't think we ever played something together. We played Super Smash Brothers. We, didn't, we definitely didn't play Super Smash Brothers. We're going to play Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> I'm going to go get my Nintendo Switch, and after this, we're going to play a match of Super Smash Brothers, all three of us, and I'm going to kick your asses. Content! <laughs> <laughs> um, the producer. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Alex, would you like to tell us all, everyone out there, how, why are you here? How did you end up here? Well, I ended up here because I messaged you, and I guess <laughs> <laughs> it's that easy to... I don't know. That's um, true, everyone. Message me yeah, or exactly. Colleen, and like, you'll be here. It's that easy. We're that cheap. Yeah. We're that slutty. You and Colleen were in a conversation about books, and right. I I told you that you missed a lot of a lot of opportunities to to tell Colleen why books are so... I don't know. Not say that important or underrated by Colleen, but... There are a great source of, uh, I don't know, information and knowledge, probably. And like, at least for me, a better source than documentaries and what you said, like podcasts, articles and blog posts. Go yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> so just just to make it, I never said they were not a good source. I just yeah, said I know, they were a you, slow you, source. Yeah, of it. I know. You, you said that you're a slow le- reader, but I think everybody that's not native in english is a slow reader at first no i'm slow reader even romanian like i hate reading in romanian i never remember actually i don't no i can't like, read it. like fiction is okay in romanian Ugh, no why not because like, i think words are better expressed than their like native language so i read a lot of american writers yeah but would you read in russian you cannot read in russian okay i wouldn't read in russian but i just i it just i don't like reading in romanian it's my brain works in English for so many years of talking yeah, no, in but, English. So now yeah, I, I, I get you. But at least for me, it's it's harder to read something in English if it's written from, I don't know, let's say sixties. Like the, the English okay. is different. Yeah, it is different. I mean, sure. I if you, you go with old English with "thou shall not," then no, of course yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's weirder. But <laughs> like just Sherlock Holmes stuff. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. common books, normal books, it's easy. I find it yeah, easy I mean, to read in n- English. Non-fiction, I agree. You can, you should read it in English because most of the authors are from the states or well, in- depends actually. Right now, I'm reading a book from Carl Jung, and it's translated in Romanian. And I I felt bad because it was in Romania, but I, that's the only way I could find it in the library. Yeah, thanks. What book is that? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you haven't started, right? No, not yet. <laughs> but the fact that I have it in Romanian, it's 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 a bit complicated because of the all the vocabulary associated with psychology, which I'm very not familiar with. And I had a discussion with Mike. I have like four tabs in my phone just of new words I have learning yeah. from that book. Yeah, I know. Book. I, I read something from Jung and it's horrible. <laughs> I don't get any of it. Yeah. No, no. The one I have is the psychology of occult phenomena. Yeah, I don't know that. And you got me which one? The one about archetypes. Yeah, because you, both of us got into it and yeah. you said you wanted to find a book about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And you couldn't. And I found it. So I gave it to you. And it was At like, least for me, it was a those perfect Christmas present. They are. They definitely yeah, are. Those what? are some hard books. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> the The reason why I consider reading books in English for nonfiction 
is because they present you with a lot of terms and I think they're much more universally available yeah, to no, know them yeah, in English. Sure. Rather, if you know, if you know, like, I don't know, we're all coders here, right? So if you know, like, stack and queue in English, it's much more useful than knowing Steve. Yeah, yeah, but that, they exactly. sound Jesus so weird in Romanian. Exactly. They sound so weird. I cannot read a technical book in Romanian. Yes. Would so you ever can't. say a vector and well, not an I mean, array? Like, oh, yeah, of course. No. No, exactly. Array. I was going to say, would you ever say vector versus vector? And I'm like, they're the same no, word. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, but so because of that, in my brain, you just extrapolate that. And my brain just prefers English overall. So, yeah, no, I, honestly, no. I read fiction in Romanian, but I read everything that's not nonfiction in English. Right. And the the thing I was, I was thinking about when you two were talking about the books mm-hmm. is that you said that probably podcasts and maybe audiobooks, documentaries are a faster way to learn stuff and gain knowledge. Yeah. But I I feel that most of those actions are done in the background. Like you're not mm-hmm. intentional about that. You're intentional about getting the knowledge, but in the meantime, maybe your brain goes and thinks about something else because the most of the podcast listening is done as a secondary action as a passive thing okay, yeah exactly well, well i raised you this have you ever hap- had this happen to you when you read a whole page and then by the end of the page you have no idea what you read but you, yeah, went, but you go was, back yeah, i was thinking about back. the same thing when i'm reading something especially if it's boring and i go my mind wanders well, no, i read it, reread the page like five times and if i'm it's like boring just you just keep it. over you don't come back but if yeah. it's interesting enough you go back like maybe maybe you need multiple reads in order to figure something out or just to understand the I don't know the the things he's talking about. Do you know when I had the last when I had that the last time is when I read Cosmos by Carl Sagan. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't I, finish that book. I finished it. I forced myself to finish it. It's a, it's an amazing book. I've watched the TV show a million times, so the book already covers yeah most of it. It, it uh-huh. has a few extra bits from the the, the TV yep. show doesn't have. But like even the wording is exactly like Carl Sagan says it in the TV show. But uh, the thing is, it's so beautifully written that I'm reading it, and it's very, it's, it's it's, sometimes it's very sciencey, sometimes it's very storytelling-y. Got it. But um, and because of that, I'm reading it, and my mind starts wandering, but not wandering off topic. It wanders on topic, and like he's talking about Copernicus or something, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like imagining, like I'm there, I'm seeing him. He's describing what he wears or whatever shit like that, and what he was looking at. I'm like, whoa, I'm right there. But then I'm, I'm, my mind's thinking, and I'm reading, and then. Half a page later, I'm like, fuck, I need to go back because I didn't yep. actually pay attention to what I was reading. I was just kind of creating that scenario in my head. But I find that beautiful about books. Yeah, but, no but, other medium has that. Yeah, for exactly. Me. But Carl Sagan is, is great on storytelling. Yeah. Like, you, you cannot compare. Uh, I would maybe suck his dick. You can compare, but. <laughs> would you suck his dick? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Uh, the, the uh, other why thing... would just. Why would. If you had to choose. Right. Right. You're down on your knees. You're sucking Carl Sagan. <laughs> What's the story you want to hear while you're sucking him? Ooh. <laughs> oh, it's definitely... It has to be the Backbone of Night. That's my favorite episode. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. It's episode definitely. seven or the seventh chapter or whatever. Backbone yeah. of the Night. The, the, him talking about how... Um, I just want to say I'm really impressed. That's a long blowjob. <laughs> yes. You have some really good very, neck muscles. Very passionate blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> I love how... See... Books can't do that. They can't start off talking about Carl Sagan and like he's so amazing, and then go talk about blowjobs <laughs> and still like keep keep a narrative. No, that's a Mike thing. 
<laughs> that's yeah, a my thing. Sure. That's not that's a book a, thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's <laughs> definitely not a book that's thing. That's a my brain thing. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I love that that like we we had that episode and then you contact me and it's like, Oh, I listened to your latest episode. It's so cool. But yep, you know, so. you should have said a few more things about that. I'm like, Do you wanna come in and talk? And you're like, Yes. It you wanna right. confront Colleen and just tell him he's a piece of shit. It was that easy to come on these podcasts. It was that easy. <laughs> Would you care to tell the listeners uh how we met? Yeah, so <laughs> a mutual friend of ours probably inform I don't know, told me that uh there are some internship positions open at yeah. your company. Well, not and my company. <laughs> the company I work at. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. And we we met, I, I think, once. We met once. Just in order to see what I know about. I know yeah, about I, I interviewed you. Computer science and everything. And I don't know how the internet works. And I yeah. didn't know much. <laughs> you knew You knew some things. Yeah, I I don't know. I I, I thought it, I was underprepared, but I don't know. I, I just well, most like, interns are you, most interns are yeah. underprepared. Yeah, yeah, but probably. that's the thing. You came in for like a discussion more than an actual interview. Yeah, I I didn't even know that it was an interview. So good. That's that's the best kind of interview. We just come in and talk. Yeah, but and it was afterwards we started like a month after. Yeah, I think a month after you started. Yeah, for what three so, months? The no, whole one and a half, probably two really yeah i know it was during the summer it wasn't that long it wasn't three months when was it the summer of 2019 right yeah exactly yeah. Three, well late summer I think. yeah exactly yeah we so. probably started around like before august before starting august yeah yeah it was yeah exactly and, and then, i had my presentation like mid-september probably exactly yeah your your so, final presentation yeah exactly <laughs> that was the best part. I, uh, I mean, not the best part, but no, it I know was the you. funniest about <laughs> the presentation. Would you care to tell uh, Colleen and the listeners why it was fun? Yeah, because I <laughs> introduced a, co- a quote that Mike said, like, don't you ever use a for loop, only a for each loop or no, something like that. No, I think like it, it was something along the lines of, if if you leave this internship yeah, with exactly, anything, yeah. it'll be that... No, if I... Something along the lines of, if I, if I teach you anything at all, it'll be that you'll never have to write a for loop ever again. Yeah. For anyone out there who's proficient in programming and listening, it's because I'm I like functional programming and yep. I prefer <laughs> yep. that. I, I can definitely attest to that. There was an entire thing, an entire act of the year when we worked together, when we studied this thing, and yeah. we went like this. And I think, uh, but I felt I proud know. because everybody left when I when I put that in the slides. Wait, oh yeah yeah yeah. what do you mean yeah. they left they, they laughed they, they laughed, laughed. Yeah. yeah yeah they laughed this this one <laughs> colleague who was a line manager he was in there to sort of like one of the judges or something yeah or whatever <laughs> to like evaluate you he <laughs> afterwards he came in uh he came to me and he congratulated me and uh this common friend of ours filmed the whole thing uh and this colleague this line manager said congratulated me and said that he doesn't know anyone that's been quoted that's still alive. He doesn't personally know anyone. No, either successful or alive. There you go. <laughs> so you're not successful. <laughs> yeah, but you I'm need, alive. You need to die in order to be successful. Yeah, exactly. So he congratulated <laughs> me, and I still have that video somewhere. And I'm just like, all right, fuck off. <laughs> but yeah. okay. But it it was a funny summer. Like I enjoyed yeah. being there. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I I learned a lot, but mostly. I I felt quite nice because 
don't know those breaks were <laughs> something else you didn't go on a lot of breaks though yeah that's that true. was that was that was a thing that was really to yeah, that, appreciate yeah because there were like a bunch of other interns with you that started like after you started like a week or two after yeah and they would <laughs> they would work but they would constantly be on breaks and you you never took a break we no, had to, I, I took but i you i took a few when you chose needed them. my breaks yeah carefully probably. but we had to we had a lot of times to like drag you out for a break we're like come yeah. on with us we're going and he'd be like no 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 i'm i still have some stuff to do i'll, I'll take well, mine later and like don't fucking take a break to, alone yeah i, I taught you so well yeah i for sure know you had to learn this with me yeah no, that's the same exactly the same i you never remember take that <laughs> that's one of the things why were you frustrated about when, what when i didn't get like let's say employed yeah, there, there there would have been the possibility for you to to become a full time employee, yeah, but exactly. I I couldn't do it full time. That's yeah, that's that for was sure. that was the main that was the the main problem that you couldn't yeah, do full time because you had university, so they they couldn't hire you, uh, and I was pissed off. Yeah, spoiler, you could have, and I could have, <laughs> and I made the same yeah, mistake no, in my it. time. Yeah, I yeah. made the exact same mistake. No, but I I think worse was for the best because afterwards we started doing that app yeah we worked on an app together yeah, for what i, I think i more I than half a year more from there than yeah because it was real it wasn't yeah, like exactly. make a fucking movie database app it was like okay this is yep. a real app using real shit with eventually real people's data towards yep. the end i know yeah that was a that was a ride yeah yep. that, that was a ride i love that it was in the quarantine, which is strange for me because I, I, I wasn't used to that Zoom calls and everything. Oh, yeah. We did a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. So what else is going on in your life, man? That's what, how what I you... learned that I don't want to program for eight hours a day. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Lesson yeah. learned. Good. There you go. You don't have to write four loops <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or any loops. After that, I just enrolled on skillshare i believe i started ui ux today's episode's brought to you by skillshare <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i don't know it started my journey towards ui ux probably really yeah so what happened afterwards after we stopped working on that project what happened i know you said it was last summer uh yeah. and you said that you wanted to do more ui ux and work with a friend on something else so what what happened in we between finished last summer around and now? We finished in July, I think, or yeah. June, somewhere early, around very there. early July. Yeah. Yeah. And afterwards, I had my exam session, and but I didn't study too much for the university. So. <laughs> we know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, I started doing some courses. I I just found that one course on Skillshare, doing some design and learning about user experience, about user requirements, user research, and everything. Are they any good? Because I've seen commercials for Skillshare for the almost every day yeah. well it depends i don't i didn't take too much of those courses but that one just i don't know was it useful yeah for sure it was useful right. It, for right now if i look back on it it was quite boring but it was new mm -hmm. and it was something that i think i always wanted to create something and i don't know be closer to the problem and the business like the brand and everything but uh I didn't get that through programming. Right. So I thought that maybe through UI UX, I'll be closer to the actual goals of the user and the problem solving part. And yeah. That sounds like my experience with game development when yeah. I realized coding games is really fucking boring. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. 
Hmm. Interesting. So what do you want to do when you grow up, knowing all this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For now, I just want to do, like, to gain more confidence in UI UX, probably. Right. I don't know if I want to get employed, because I think freelancing is a really nice path. I mean, it's, it's the harder one. Right. But I think I'll enjoy it. But I saw um, a company out there on the market and I had some interviews with them. Right. I mean, yeah, they are doing some cool stuff. And for the right team, I would get employed for sure. Okay. Yeah. What year are you in in university? Fourth. Fourth. Oh, so it's your final year. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay. So that means that, yeah, it's the perfect timing if... Yeah. If you were to get employed. I'll check some more internships and everything. Like, I just want to get out of Timisoara. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Where's, where's your destination? Where's your dream destination? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. I, wow. I'm not sure if Amsterdam, but probably. You did go yeah, to America. Belgium. Yeah, I went to America. Tell us, tell us about that. What was that like? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, I went with work and travel mm-hmm. course, a student's program. I mean... I don't know. The states are completely different from what you know. Yeah, really? the news will tell you this. The yeah. news will definitely <laughs> let you know that they're completely different. Yeah, but I don't know. The The people are nothing like here. I mean, in Timisoara, I feel like people are a little bit cold. Okay. And you can... I mean, if you don't have a close circle, it's hard for you to make new friends. I don't know, at least for me. But in America, like, they they heard that you're a foreign student. They just come and, like, do you want to do something? Like, do you have any acquaintances here? Or do you have any friends you want to they hang out? They you really fast. Yeah, exactly. Were these people you work with on the work and travel problem? Mm. Or they were just natives that were no, just happened to be around you? No, there, there were a lot of Romanians out there. But... No, no, the Americans you've met. Uh, some of them were working with us, but think about like there were multiple restaurants in the area, but everyone was in our apartment, let's say like that. Like right. they, they were just coming there and I don't mm. know, having fun, having a drink. So basically just like university dorms or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because the, the reason why I ask this is I have interacted very little with Americans, like very little. And I yeah. want to emphasize this, but the the one, the few many times I, the few times I did they seem like they really speak a lot, but they're not really engaged in the, in on a personal level. Well, yeah, that that may be true. Like they want to speak a lot, they want to be listened to a lot, but they don't tell you that much. But they just want to be friends. I don't know. Oh, they yeah, you gotta. They go- don't engage on a personal level. Yeah. They just want to have a good time. That's what I'm thinking about. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. It's interesting that you said that in Timisoara people are cold because my experience with the UK was the opposite, but in a good way. Because I feel that us here in Romania, because we have the Latin blood, we're all very warm and open and, oh, hey, welcome, come in, whatever, shit like that, especially to foreigners. And I hate that. I fucking hate it because it's in our culture it drives people to mind your business a bit too much because everyone's so warm to you but then they become way too curious about you and we have this romanian saying about like you know the the neighbors goat and everyone's curious about what you're doing in your personal life and they get a bit too too close you know it's a bit Mm -hmm. like keep your distance and in the uk i love that people are so cold because 
they leave you alone. And I like I love that. They leave you alone. They don't, you know, no one's gonna mind your fucking business. They'll be there, they'll help you if you need help, if you if you'll ask her if something happens on the street or wherever, but they're not they don't get too close to you for them to become annoying or to but become too. Do you want to be left alone if it's your first time there? And you're going uh, no, to spend. I get, yeah, I get what you mean. In... But but in America, there's that thing about the diners or whatever, right? About I've heard this thing that like, uh, what what do you call them? The wow, the the word is fleeting. The yeah, people I'm not the, sure the, tell us about it. About. Give me something. The, the people who work in diners, like the women, the, the women who come and take your order. Waitresses? The waitresses. Are, the, yeah, the waitresses are very uh they're they're sort of they're very talkative. Yeah. You, they come you, in and you're like, hey, how's your day? What are you doing? Where are you from? Blah 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 and stuff like that. And I yeah. I read yeah, this that's true. I read this medium article about that. There's like this Indian guy from India who uh who moved to the states or something and he was very shocked because back in india it's a lot like here it's like people don't get yep. in restaurants or diners or whatever they don't get like hey how's your day how are you how you doing oh what's your name where are you, you from whatever you gotta do that as a server like everybody right. does yeah that that's the question I it's about tips like it's about money right. I, I don't talk to you because i don't know i want to be friends right but i have to be nice with you in Is order it, for you to it's, it's a bit different that we have it here right because if you work as a waitress in in romania you have like a base salary yeah exactly yeah, whatever you does tips that's your bonus but if i remember correctly in america you don't have that you just no, work yeah, based on tips think about the mm. fact that let uh, in the restaurant i worked in the waitresses or servers were paid like two or three dollars an hour jesus christ yeah and uh, let's say that's the... starving money yeah exactly you need to make all your money from tips that's for sure that's, if you're a server that's so weird again compared to the uk because in the uk most restaurants on the bill at the end they have the 10 percent included in there in the price they have the 10 percent tip on the on yeah, the, the final, the final thing and that's really interesting. Yeah, but it, people it, are still super nice. I think it's a New European thing. I also heard people yeah. telling me this about uh, in France, Italy. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. also France. Hmm. And if they don't have tips, they maybe have some like service, or maybe you have like yeah. bring you some uh, uh, sticks of bread or whatever, and yeah. that costs like ten yep. pounds or whatnot. Uh, okay, and that's covered. It's also for the server. It's interesting. Yeah. I remember the first, first time service. The, yeah. the, the first time I was in the UK, and the first time this like hit me, I went with a friend. This was like already a few months after I moved in, uh, moved to the UK. Uh, I went with a friend to Hard Rock Cafe in in London, and it, we were there and we were eating. And I was like, "Whoa, this is so cool and everything's so fucking expensive." But whatever, it's Hard Rock Cafe. You know, I'm gonna <laughs> come here once. And I went in there, and then every like two, three, five minutes, the waiter would come in and be like, "Hey, how's it go? Is everything okay? Is, is the food good? Do you need a refill?" And I was like. I was so shocked because the first time I just looked, I was like, my mouth was full of hamburger and I was just looking like, mm, what? Because like, I, I, that never happened to me. Never, yeah. ever in Romania in my whole life up to that point did no one come to ask me, how's your food? Are you enjoying it? Do you need anything that I can bring you? No, ever. You have to like, you know, wave someone over and like, hey, man, come here. I need more. Are more quality places that will happen, but will happen yeah. maybe once. Yeah, unless well, you I've actually never been to quality places. You ask for something specifically, they maybe will come once to see you, check up. Is everything fine? Do you like yeah. anything else? But if you don't ask for anything at that point, then you need to wait. Or you need yeah. to make something. To sign. That was that was that was shocking to me because I looked up and I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" He's like, "Is everything okay?" And I'm like, "Uh, yeah. Why wouldn't it?" And and then my friend told me like, "Oh, this is a thing they do here. That it's yeah. not done back home." <laughs> but it's interesting in states if you want to go grab a drink at a bar. And see it on a bar stool, like 
you can get sweat, uh, quite into some conversation with the the guy at the bar. Mm. Like he he with does the that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, he does that. Like he he likes that. That's why he's there. Right. So you can get into some deep conversation. It's quite funny. It too. happens. Yeah. When I was bartending, because I worked as a bartender for one summer back in high school, it's really cool when that happens. And if you're not really busy, it's fun to listen to somebody. And they usually come to the bar and they just treat that thing as therapy. But you don't go to a bar if you're busy. No, no. I was working. If I'm not busy as a oh, bartender, all right. All right. I would stay there and listen to the to the customer because mm. that's what I'm saying. He will treat the whole thing yeah, as a therapy. He just tell me this whole life story if, if I have time to listen. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a completely different culture out there. Yeah, like, I definitely can get. Yeah, I definitely yeah. get it. Yeah, that's true. But the the thing I didn't like about uh, the states is that you need a car. Oh yeah, yeah. They measure distance in hours. You know, how far is this thing? Two hour drive. Yeah, exactly. How can you fucking like, estimate that? If you go, like, let's say in the north, New York City or Boston or Cleveland, I don't know. It's all right because they have a decent public transportation system. But okay. as south as you go, you're dead without a car. <laughs> the so, gators will get you. Yeah, exactly. We stayed in Florida <laughs> for, I think, uh, three weeks. Like, it was nobody on the streets. In Florida? Yeah, in Jacksonville. Okay. Because the hurricane came came uh, into our right. resort and we had to <laughs> bounce. Holy shit, really? Yeah. Did, you, did the hurricane come while we were there? Yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah. Did you... What was I, it like? How bad was it? It was frightening. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. I, was, I didn't know I that. I was sweating. Like, so, it was nothing to be afraid of at first. Because everybody was saying at the bar and you know, in the restaurant, oh, it's every year. Every every year they well, they yeah, that's true. Actually, they have one every year. It'll be a bad hurricane this season, and it was a hurricane the previous season, but it was like category one or something. I don't, I don't know. And this year was supposed to be a category four. Okay, which is the worst? Three degrees higher. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. Shit. Is I, that I the think, max? I think. I think it's the okay. max. So. Yeah, like day by day, it was one, two, three, and then four. And uh, we how many were... times did it lasted? What? How much time did it last? How many days did the hurricane take? Took? Um, I think it stood there for about a day or two. I don't know, but it shifted. Like we were supposed to evacuate the area, right. and we went to my friend's aunt, I think, in uh, Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I was, I don't know, I was <laughs> scared as fuck, honestly. I, because our our bus we went to another uh another city close to our resort and uh our bus i think it was broken or something and they told i don't know if it'll come today and oh boy we, we couldn't go back into the resort because once you get out of it you cannot come back if it you have to evacuate it yeah and then we're saying like what are we supposed to do right now <laughs> you know we're just a bunch of romanian immigrants so yeah. what what are you afraid of is it floods is it just the strong winds what are, why does a hurricane wait for make you worried about i mean you don't have anything you're stranded right i don't know i don't i've never because experienced any hurricane everybody like as soon as the news said that it'll be a category three or four hurricane the walmart was empty like 
think the about what? the Walmart. Oh, right. So people like, just make yeah, doomsday exactly. preparations. Exactly. Even, if, even if the police get you, they'll put you in, um, I don't know, high school or something. Right. But you need to have your own stuff. Like oh you need to have your water, you need to have your food, blankets and everything. Jesus. So you, Every you, man for himself. Yeah, exactly. You might stay there for, let's say, two weeks with no electricity. Wow. And what are you going to do right now? I like, like that. Okay, you know? got it. That's interesting because it, it, it is basically a doomsday scenario. Yeah. Because it's not like... Because it is a very local doomsday because you can't run away because there's a hurricane out there. So it you risk dying if you go away. So you have to stay there as if it's the end of the world until the end of the world passes. So basically yep. civilization just shuts down <laughs> for a week. That's interesting. Yeah. I never thought about that. I, I was scared, honestly. Really? As soon as we exit the state... I, uh, so did you catch your bus and then yeah. you left the state someone fixed it i don't know it, it came okay. like an hour and you had your whole like all your baggages and luggage with you yeah. and you just bounced yeah and where'd you go in jacksonville okay so that's my still friend's florida aunt. yeah that's florida we at first we we stayed in uh southern california uh, southern carolina right south carolina in myrtle beach and then we went to jacksonville okay which is different like everything is different there really yeah but florida is nice honestly like think about is is the i think is the first largest city in america as um um area i mean square kilometer something like that just the surface yeah Yeah. exactly their highway around the city is close to 200 kilometers (laughs) yeah okay just in order for us to get to the beach it took around 50 minutes to 60. Is Jacksonville like the state capital of Florida? Oh, I think it's Miami. I don't know. Are you sure? I don't know. I have a mm-hmm. question because I had I heard good things about Florida and I had I heard a lot of bad things about Florida. Same. So how bad are the bad things? And is it really like I've heard I it don't here? Know. Honestly, I, I didn't stay that much there. But I mean, we were... The nice thing was that it was like a... It was like at home, but in the United States. Really? Like everything, everyone was Romanian. Oh, we went okay. to a Romanian church. Like we're... You went to church in the States? Yep. Are you <laughs> a churchy person? Oh. Are you a churchy person? <laughs> what kind of questions that? I'm asking, is no, it we were not, but a churchy? I, it, it was, I don't know, just meet some Romanian folks around Jacksonville, probably. Mm. It was heaven, honestly, in Florida, because they had a friend that had a pool in their backyard mm-hmm. we were just riding our bikes through the neighborhood and <laughs> and then going into the pool yeah because it's always warm in that part of yeah. the states right so it's isn't it humid isn't it i've heard yeah, it's really it was, warm and really yeah, humid it's awful really I, yeah after five o'clock i remember we were going with a little guy on um at his uh, soccer practice mm-hmm. football yeah and <laughs> as soon as you exit the car you're all sweaty Holy like, shit! You cannot. Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard of it. That's why you need a beach body. <laughs> You're not wearing <laughs> no, any shirts. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's true. Wow. Yeah, I wanna I wanna go to the states one day. Yeah. But I wanna go to California, <laughs> and Nevada. Yeah, that was my dream. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the Grand Canyon. No. I couldn't get there too, but. How long were you in the states? Um, three months. Wow. Three months and one or two weeks. 
But cool. the last week was the best, honestly. I, I went to New you York stopped City. working and then you... No, I, I went to New York City. Oh, well, sweet. we stopped working for the last four weeks. That was the bad thing because... Instead, he needed money. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> In the last uh, month, we were supposed to make the most money and then go to, to New York. Right. But I don't mind being in Florida. <laughs> I'm guessing. What yeah. was New York like? Oh, uh, it's nothing familiar with Europe. It's nothing really like. I don't know. I think New York is unique. Hmm. As soon as we entered the the Central Park, I mean, it was like in a movie. <laughs> really? In what yeah. way? I don't know. You you see Home Alone and you see all those movies and you're there on that bridge from Home Alone, and oh, wow. then you you go into the I, I wouldn't say the main area, but like a whole bunch of people are there and they're playing frisbees and volley and golf wow. and uh, not golf but baseball. Yeah, baseball right. is huge there. I yeah, know, it's think about it. It's spread over I don't know over a hundred streets. Holy! I was gonna. That was my next question. Like, yeah. how is it that you, actually that big? Yeah. Central Park? You, you you cannot imagine. Central Park is crazy big. Yeah, it's just I saw pictures of the map and it's just crazy big. Yeah, wow. I, I I think I counted the streets from, I don't know, it's from, one into another. Yeah, it's, it's probably around a hundred streets. That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I know New York is crazy, but after six days, I think it was too much. Like we were, sup- we left on a Saturday. I think we went to get some souvenirs for family and folks and everything, but around Fifth Avenue and j- just too many people. Really? Yeah, hundreds of people at a crossroad. How fast-paced is it? Because the one thing I knew about New York is like it's really fast-paced. You have to. You you don't have to run, but a lot of people will bump into you if it's rush hour. Wow. A lot of honks and... Were there a lot of homeless people on the streets and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah. Really? Like a lot of garbage in the street. Oh, like, it's very dirty. Yeah. Did you, have, did you have any problems? No, I wouldn't say so. But mm. I was scared. We were coming back from Philadelphia because I, I went to a concert. It was a J. Cole concert. And we came, I think, at 1 or 2 a.m. Oh, boy. Yeah. In New York. In New York. Oh, boy. At the end of Central Park. Oh, boy. Close to Harlem. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> it's just going worse and worse. It's just going bad. Yeah. So, so we went up from the subway station and like there were probably 10 black guys just, I don't know, staying at the corner. And I don't have any problem with them because I work with them and everything, but they are massive. Like you cannot imagine really? everything. Is, everyone is, I don't know, 190 centimeters. So if you had to right. fight for it, you could not no, save your no, life. Not a chance. Damn. So, uh, so our apartment was probably a five to ten minutes walk from there, but mm-hmm. we took a lift. <laughs> like lift is the the. Like a cab? Like the... the, the uh, Uber. Like contender to Uber. Oh, okay. So the app Lyft. Not, yeah, exactly. Like a, not yeah, like yeah. a yellow cab Lyft. In New York, Lyft is cheaper than Uber, I think. Okay. So that's why. Hmm. So we, we went probably two corners with the Lyft, but <laughs> it was safer. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. It's crazy at night. 
It's... I, I remember London being scary in some areas as I, well at night. I wouldn't go at night. Mm. Well, the, that's interesting because my fear was always like, oh, I'm going to get stabbed. But in <laughs> in America, it's like, oh, shit, I'm going to get shot. Yeah. That, that thing got me really paranoid because when we were in London, if you remember, somebody got stabbed on the London Bridge or whatever. On the oh, main bridge. yeah, on the London Bridge, yes. Yeah, and I was just out for a walk, and you were somewhere, someplace <laughs> else. Yep. And I was, you asked me, where are you? And I'm sending you a location. And you were near Shadwell, which is not that far away from London Bridge. Yeah, I was, it was a decent amount of distance. But it's, it doesn't really matter, right? Because it happened on the London Bridge, and then the guy who did the yeah. shanking was shot. But shanking, you, shanking, shanking. <laughs> fucking shanking out in front of Tesco's. I mean, yeah, I cannot think about daggers or whatever knives and and you and not and hear not, the word shanking. Yeah, I hear Mus's voice. I fucking shanking out in it. Exactly. <laughs> so you, I, I've sent you the location. Like, mate, you j- run. Don't it's, stay there. Run. That's that's a shady place. Just run. Oh yeah, Shadwell's. Uh, mm, yeah, it was fine. It was like this small river and like just apartment complexes. Everything was fine and dandy. But then yeah. you got this idea in my hand, and there, then I go towards the main street, and there's one guy just stretching. Either he was about to run, or he did just had a run, uh, and he was stretching. And why is he there? <laughs> why is he looking at me? Am I? Is he gonna? What? Was he was he dressed like in jogging attire? Yeah, he he had a jacket with a hood on, but it was kind of cold also because it was late autumn. It was normal for him to be there and dressed that way. But I got so scared in my head, like, oh my God, I'm going to die. If you're in an area where people are jogging, it's probably safe to... I know I was in a safe area. It looked like a safe area. It looked like a safe neighborhood. But you got this idea, man. That place is not safe. Well, look, man. Especially with the news. (laughs) (laughs) Just bumped into the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Especially with the news in that area. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going home. I'm going home. (laughs) Well, look, when you get out of Shadwell Station, it's it's just... uh, It's... It's not the most beautiful place. <laughs> Tell me about it. You've not been there when I had to go at, I don't know, what was it? 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. to buy wine. Yeah. <laughs> to the, oh. To close the shop. Oh, my God. That was Fucking scary. Christ. That was scary. I think any big city is frightening. Yeah. At night. night. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Especially around the train station. Yes. I hate Even small cities are scary yeah. near the train station at yeah, night. Yeah, probably. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of homeless people hang around there weird just in our hometown you can see people with milk bags just blowing in them and whatever that was really i don't think they're there anymore they're huffing paint oh they are there they're there oh they're 100 percent there i've not seen them i've not seen them recently but i know for a fact they were there oh yeah they're there they're across the street where the shops are yeah because this is a crazy thing he has a you have a pizzeria that's a local pizza place Mm. right there and people will go there because it's okay-ish pizza yeah it was good back in the day now it's just okay-ish oh i know which one you're talking about but you yeah. have you have those people with a milk bag just blowing them in the window like <laughs> milk just, bag milk bag yeah, it's a milk bag aren't they huffing pa- paint yes but it's in a milk bag wow are you for sure yeah 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 it's by that like but in that time you would have milks bag. in a bag and you had just a bag and you cut the corner and just drop the whole milk in whatever place it was what a milk bag. I thought it was just a plastic bag. No, yeah, it's a, in Arade, it was a milk bag. <laughs> it was definitely a milk bag. Well, look at the man with the street school. Street knowledge. Street, street, yeah. <laughs> street smart. That's the one. Street smart. I grew up in a bad neighborhood, to be fair. You did. I never had problems with it, but I grew up in Are a bad neighborhood. Are there bad neighborhoods in Arad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah. The, well, are there any more? I'm not sure, honestly. But I'm not because your neighborhood. I remember as a kid, people used to warn me like, "Don't go there." Don't it used to be bad. It used to be bad. So basically, where I used to live, it started up as a um, a place, uh, a neighborhood full of gypsies. Yeah, like full, full of gypsies. But slow, slowly and surely, it got more apartment buildings and people moved in. Yeah, it got more. Yeah. I don't know, more safe, I guess. But it wasn't as if it wasn't safe. I never had a problem. Right. But back in the day, when I was growing up, you would be the... How would you call... How would you have... The, you had your back cover. You were bazat. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you had friends that were gypsy and were way older than you. So if we were 12, if you had somebody that was 16 or 18 and they were a gypsy, you were the guy. Nobody messed it up with you. But wow. if you grow up there, it's it's safe. If you're not from there, depends. maybe... Depends. I've yeah. seen people get got bitten up. I never yeah, myself I because I was a quiet killed, quiet kid. <laughs> so this never happened. But I've <laughs> I've seen shit. You were a quiet killed. <laughs> I was a quiet killed. <laughs> She's a Scottish killed. <laughs> I don't know, man. I grew up in a village. <laughs> which well, had a lot of gypsies. Well, but villages could again. be just as bad, actually. Yeah, we were not... I was on the opposite end of the village of all the, like... Bad kids and gypsy kids and stuff like uh, that. Ah, you were living the high life of the village. Not really. I was at the very edge of the village, like next to the fields. So I just run around playing the fields all day. I I've see. never stood in a village or lived there. Neither did it's I. Very quiet. Neither did I. Very quiet. Like all my ancestors are in in the city. In Timisoara. Yeah. What's that like? I don't know. <laughs> it's just it feels quiet normal. in the summertime. It just feels normal. Like quiet. whenever, whenever, yeah, because all. All the kids from the streets and their neighborhood are at a village. Oh, when you were a kid? Yeah, exactly. Oh, because they all go to their grandmas. Mm. Damn, and now you have all the stories when you meet with people and they tell you that they used to, I don't know, go and work the fields or go <laughs> with the cows or whatever. You have nothing to relate to. Yeah, well, speak for My yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Well, I have a, this, a small amount that I can actually do it because my grandmother used to live in the outer parts of Arad and she basically had like a garden yeah, yeah. and we used to dig the fields of, for potatoes and whatever and we do some of the chores that you do normal on a farm but just on a very local and small scale so I have enough so we can go buy <laughs> like it hunting. looks like yeah man I had to dig in my own potatoes <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any the... about that so. really? and I had to cut the grass with a what do you call it a, a skite a skit? Uh, a scythe a scythe a scythe I had to yeah. cut the grass with that I had to chop uh, not chop to Break uh, wood pieces, logs, logs, logs. Yeah, was it what do you call it? Chop wood, chop wood. Thank you. I had to do that also. <laughs> yeah, so I have enough to go by. It looks like I know what I'm talking about, but it's just it's basically in the city. Yeah, I used to I used to help my grandma and granddad in the fields with the cows. Uh, and then what else did I do? I did something else. Oh yeah, I used to ride the the cart. The cart pulled by the horses. So I had to like be the drive of the cart, <laughs> as you would say, with the horses. Right. That was scary. Well, how how is it like? I I never been close to horses. H- have I never told this story on the podcast? Uh, no, you definitely haven't I'm told sure. it on the podcast. My granddad was a drunk and uh, he was like, grandson, it's time to teach you to ride the cart. Because I was like sitting next to him, right? So he'd be pulling on the strings on the horses and stuff. He had, I think, two horses or one horse. Uh, and I'd be like, no, granddad, I'm scared. And he'd be like, well... 
if you're not gonna drive it, I'm not gonna drive it. So he just let go of the of the of the cables or whatever. And I'm like, oh shit. And I think like my my fight or flight kicked in. And I just jumped for the for the cables and I pulled them and I started like basically driving the cart with the horses. And you I'm like basically went full board on your ass. Yeah. And then the, the, like it took five seconds of like oh, oh, oh. and I'm like, oh shit, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And he's like, ah, see, I taught you something today. I'm like, oh fuck, I learned something. Oh my god. And it was just throw scary, the kid in the water. Now swim, bitch. Basically, basically it was the equivalent <laughs> yeah, exactly of that. What I was about. <laughs> but it it worked. I was very scared, but also very happy. And I was like, oh shit, I'm doing it. Okay, this is great. That Did you ever roll the horse? Lesson. Uh no, I I was scared of of I got I have a lot of pictures of me as a baby put on horses, and I think that like developed a fear or something so i was always i was okay. scared of like riding the horse i was near horses i'd pet them and i'd play with them or whatever but i i just i guess because i don't know i think it's fine fun riding horses Probably. i think it is i'd try I, it now yeah. I, I want at some point i had like a bucket list for a year the things that i want to try and horse riding was one of the things the only problem i have with this i have a friend from back home she used to do horseback riding and at one time, I know she fell off the horse. Oof. The horse just threw her off, and she fell on her ass and something with her back and her spine. Just like there so many. <laughs> that was the beer's gone, but the beer was empty. Um, it's so many stories of people riding horses who uh, who fall and break shit. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, if the horse is well trained, I don't think it is. I don't if think it's don't that often, stupid. but people yeah, who do probably. fall off the horses, I think most people have some kind of injury. I'd feel like the Witcher. That would be interesting. <laughs> really. I think riding a horse, especially as a beginner, is hard enough, you know, to yeah. also add a sword or two swords <laughs> and some magic into the into the equation. <laughs> have you ever thought of this weird thing that back back in the days when people would actually do horse riding? horseback riding yeah just the motion of the horseback riding this is what they would do when they were fucking and that's why you have this, this image of a prince on a horse look have you man, ever thought about this one of my fears of riding the horse is that it must be torture on the balls as a guy Nah, i don't think no, so i don't think i don't think so. think so you think now you have the the saddle or whatever it's called that you have yeah, the there saddle. it's basically you just being on a chair that's rocking it should be fine we all have small balls. <laughs> Sorry, Grandpa. <laughs> your balls don't Saggy. reach to your knees. Can you, <laughs> if if you, uh, <laughs> that's all right. If you tap your foot on the ground, can you kick your balls? <laughs> I'm very careful when I walk. That's why I walk in a funny way. I'm you do sorry. the cow- do you do the cowboy walk? When everything just spread exactly. out, <laughs> like it's born on, on your insides. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Oh man! Um, yeah, man. Let's go horseback riding, the three of us yeah, this should. summer. I do that. We have a place near Timisoara. We could we do. do. We can we definitely do. do that. Very close. Where? Karnakova. Oh, actually, actually, there's a horseback riding thing right across the street from me. That's it's like oh it's yeah, not a stadium. The it's main, like a field. Yeah, I, I know That's it, but professional, I think. So. Oh, is it? Did yeah, they? I know I there's something so. to do with just, horses yeah, there. Just give them a call just go there knock on the doors can i come as a beginner you know i'm still i'm still waiting for summer because you promised me that this summer we're gonna go skydiving it's still in plan yeah do you want to come skydiving with us where would you go near arad near arad it's a close place it's a place called shiria then people just have the aerodrome or whatever there you want to come with us let's go skydiving man i'm afraid of heights and i want to and that's why i want to do it 
No, I, I definitely skydive. Like, I, I think it? he's on my bucket list, actually. Have you done it before? No. Oh, okay. So it's on your... Yeah. So that's so weird because we ended up talking about bucket lists because I... Well, not because, but it's funny that we're talking about this. And before we started recording, I was yep. talking about bucket lists. What's your bucket list, Mike? Priming. It's called the priming. Priming. <laughs> I haven't hit my prime yet. I'm still waiting for my balls to drop, which is false because we just decided, we just talked about that your golf balls are exactly <laughs> two feet below the ground. <laughs> oh, wow. Just like my mom. <clears throat> what? Um, still not making that joke. No, just not, yet. No, not yet. No, not yet. It's to too be, cheap now. Nope. Um, well, as I mentioned before recording, the only item so far on my bucket list. Well, actually, no. One of them is going to the US. Is the yeah. I have this thing where I want to go to the US for like at least a month uh rent a car like some whatever generic not some deluxe it shit. has to be an american car has to be an american, be an american generic car. challenger or a yeah it has to be an american thing. muscle yeah whatever just Last do an american thing. muscle a muscle them. car but like a you know a a, a second hand or like a someone's car you know like a rent a car kind of thing not yeah. a not a company you know like a sixth or europe car or whatever just mm. someone's car uh and drive around the desert not aimlessly, just like drive through the desert, like yeah. Route City 66 type of shit. And I want to go through California, through the valleys, uh, Silicon Valley, San Francisco, that shit like that. That was exactly my dream. And I want to then drive through Nevada and what's it? Yeah. I think Utah yeah. and then Colorado. I definitely want to go to Boulder, Colorado. And I want to drive through the desert to do that. It's just like me, no music, Texas. and... Uh, nah, I mean, it's not really my thing. Yeah, like what? Horses and... and cattle Nothing. and shit like that is like i don't know yeah, i just be a go be a cowboy for a week just learn to ride a horseback just get a lasso and you just yeah. catch cows well, with a lasso the, that's the thing the only reason i go there is if i like meet randomly matthew mcconaughey or, or joe yep. rogan or someone because i want to go to to burbank california to meet aaron hansen from game grumps but or you know anyone really from like pasadena yep. and burbank and glendale just everyone that you know on TV lives around those areas, <laughs> so in Hollywood Boulevard. But uh, so that's one thing. And the other thing off the top of my head is, as I mentioned before, is sailing. I want to... Okay, I guess it's two things. One of them is I want to learn how to sail, like actual sailing. But the other ones, I want to like take a sabbatical for like one or two or three months and just knock on someone's ship's door and be like hey do you need a crewmate i know nothing are you going to iceland or i'll work for US free or whatever i'll work for free as long I'll as i'll work give me... for seasickness yeah as long as Just... you give me food and shelter on the boat and rum and you have well, to have rum you have to be a proper pirate you know, it, it could be something like not not a cruise boat but just like a a fisherman's boat. A commercial exactly. boat. Commercial a, boat. A commercial yeah. boat or well not even commercial boat. What's a commercial boat? It's a gigantic boat with, yeah. with the big steel boxes. Like that's not what I want. I want like a a fisherman's boat. You still want a fisherman's boat. Up, fisherman's to, boat. up to medium sized boat, like a small to medium sized fisher fishing boat that goes to like Iceland or Greenland or in the middle of the I don't think the, there are many that go to that distance, but whatever. One <laughs> of those that go like I mean he can always go to just to Iceland and just hop on a boat yeah, basically i want to go on a boat where i actually have to do physical labor that's the point yeah that's the point and not like health and safety big steel boxes transporting goods and shit no like actual 
fucking tying knots when the waves hit you and you have salt in your hands and everything is cold, but you just have to tie the knot. Well, I'm sure that's not necessarily the case because they all have motors, but that would be the that'd be the ideal dream. That would be the ideal. Those fucking... crab hunting yeah, TV from Discovery exactly. or National Geographic. I swear to God, I've always loved those TV shows. I always loved them. I'm not much into like killing animals or whatever, but there's just experience of being on the sea yep. with a bunch of dudes alone from anything else and just you and the mistress that is the sea for like a month or something just and out nematis. there the mistress that is your namati i would love that i loved like the, the movie the lighthouse which is you know do you know the movie the yeah, lighthouse i don't isn't that the real weird one it's a really weird one with willem dafoe and uh the guy from twilight i forgot his name robert pattison robert pattison it's yeah. a really good movie uh and it's just two sailormen in the middle of nowhere uh taking care of a lighthouse brokeback mountain well <laughs> gay not but also there's a lot of scenes of robert pattison jacking off to a wooden <laughs> sculpture of a woman like a tiny wooden sculpture that is resemblant of a woman and he's like oh god i'm so lonely i'm gonna jack off to this piece of wood <laughs> but no, like i want to i want to you know push you thought he had more imagination than that well like judging by the circumstances you have to develop a good imagination yeah I would die of laughter if you go to this thing and how and then you come up and you're just a, a porn director. Because <laughs> I can I see this happening. I can see this happening. Okay, what are your bucket lists? My bucket lists. Uh, depends. Because it's a weird. I never thought about them as actual bucket lists. I have things that I want to do. And at some point, it was smaller things, but just because of the whole 2020 thing, everything had to be canceled. Yeah. So I, I already said the horseback riding. I want to try mm -hmm. that thing, see what, it, what it's all yep. about. I want to learn to ride a canoe uh, on Vega because yep. we can do that. And nobody oh, does it. Oh, yeah, we that's can true. Do that. We can do that. And I tried doing it last week, last summer. Let's sign up. Work. Let's sign up for that. I want to sign up for that, too. We have a sports club or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I tried... Around the university. I, I tried signing up for it in 2019, but I come in too late because they were going on a... Um, what do you call cantonament? Just for practice, uh, they will leave for uh, a month or something for know. practice. And you have to do... The basic thing is camp. you have... To, camp, it's basically, okay. probably. Yeah. You have to do, like... Uh, 20 practices before you get something like a license or you get you are approved to go by yourself on the river because right. you had to you have to know when can you go in how can you go in when you can how can you go out how can you not disturb the traffic on the river because we have traffic on the river that's true yep. and all of these things but it's really cheap and then it's something like 50 lei for a year and you can always come in and holy shit that is very cheap exactly it's really cheap That's and i want cheap. i actually want to do this next next summer let's do it if it's possible i'm in with the tiny tiny okay i'll keep you posted yes please then we already mentioned skydiving yep yeah we're gonna do we're gonna do that my like my cousin promised me this as a birthday present <laughs> they had this coupons at their workplace and she can spend those coupons on the <sighs> company that does the skydiving thing that's so cool what else would it be there it's, you told us something about asia yeah i had a yeah. plan for last year more more about this for yeah last year 2020 so before the pandemic hit. before the before i knew there was a pandemic because pandemic already canceled a lot of my pl traveling plans yeah but yeah don't hate me but right now i have something like 75 vacation days that i can take 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, so basically, I can take a three three months break from work and it's paid and everything is fine. So I wanted to do that. Yeah, it is. I wanted to take that to go to Asia, to the cheap (laughs) places. So I wanted to go Thailand, Thailand, Vietnam, Bali, Sri Lanka. Uh, at least half of the time, I wanted to be op- to have surf as an option. Mm. And I still want to do love that. Love surfing. I do. I definitely don't get to do enough of those because I had like eight days in Portugal, and then I surfed two times indoors in Berlin. Hmm. I will definitely surf more if I could. Oh, you did. You did fake indoor fake skydiving, right? Yeah, I did that. Was that fake skydiving? I call it fake. It, I don't know. What it's it's like it's this huge pipe vertical pipe oh yeah I know, and they have this uh, vents on there and they keep you floating with just wind speed i went to that i would try that yeah and it's fun but it's fun to try once it was kind of pricey and they have where this was thing. that in berlin mm. in berlin the cool shit i have to talk about is berlin berlin, berlin is a cool place yeah. the only only problem i have is that the in the times that i went to berlin there was Two weeks, I think that was in there. No, nobody wanted to show me the cl- Berlin tech club scene because I kind of <laughs> wanted to see that, but nobody showed it to me, so I had no idea what, how that went. But it's f- the windpipe thing is fine. It's it's fun, but you spend something like uh, how much was it? I don't want to lie. Maybe sixty-five euros or something. That's a lot for three minutes of floating jeez they have this cool thing if you go enough times they will give you like a cool discount and it becomes something like 15 or 20 euros after your they have a subscription for everything yeah but it's after your third or fourth time or something like that so we kind of make by that time it makes sense cater for tourists who will come once that was me and i paid 65 euros for yeah but that's what i'm saying they should cater for people who'd go in once i mean who goes there multiple times? What's well, what purpose would that serve? Well, like here's a the Saturday thing. activity in Berlin. Yeah. You you could do it. so you could do it because for Berlin money that's not that much. Uh right. Okay. Just, yeah, just I forgot. Take, We're not just take that into account. And then yeah. when you first I wouldn't pay that every week, like twenty euros, come on. Twenty oh right. when you win something like you earn thirty thousand uh, three thousand yeah, or something, I know, I know, it's I know. it's mm-hmm. it's it's fair. And but the first time you go there, you just sit straight on your belly and you try to figure it out. But then when you see the guys that actually work there, they can do this all this acrobatics and flipping and whatever. It looks really cool, and you can get actually get to learn those things. Yeah. And for twenty euros of once a Saturday, like fuck god, god damn it, it's worth it's worth it. I wonder if they're actually good at skydiving because they can do all the cool tricks in the tube. I wonder if they could do them. No, I so, don't think so I can I can extrapolate from the surfing thing. I've surfed into the ocean and then I've surfed indoors. It's 60-70% similar. Wow. But then the real world world factor kicks in and it's completely different. It's a lot more unpredictable. Where did you surf? Yeah. So I've surfed in Portugal next oh. to Sposend. That's the name of the city. It's called it's spelled Esposende. Uh, I've been there. I had a friend who was in Erasmus and he started doing yeah. that. And once I've heard that, I was like, Mike, I'm waiting since high school to do surfing. <laughs> I'm coming over. I don't care what you're doing. I'm coming over. And he was glad to have me there. This is probably my oldest friend I have. 
so he definitely got me there and it was eight days of surfing with an instructor and just in the last day was me and him just surfing our asses off it was it was great but surfing is so excruciatingly difficult on the body so you have to be in good physical condition because i had this thing just to get my bragging rights Mm -hmm. usually when you learn surfing you learn in the white foam area of the wave so basically when it's close to the shore yeah and the wave starts breaking you have this white foamy thing and you can surf in those like it will still push you but it's not a proper wave like two meters three meters wave or something it's just enough to push you forward yeah Yeah. i never did that (laughs) so i got my instructor just went straight into it yeah i I had my instructor he told me he moved me to the beach he showed me this is the board this is where you see this is how you get up and it's a whole thing about getting up and then we just get got out out there and surfed. I never did the white foam thing. And it took me like in the third day or something, I I was in the foam foamy part and I this is easy. This is so good such a good thing for a warm-up. Why am I not doing this? <laughs> <laughs> because surfing on a rock proper waves is difficult. Wow. And each day you will learn like a, there's a new dimension of the difficulty that can come up from it. Hmm. Yep. It's interesting. Yeah. I'd go surfing, yep. Alex, what's your bucket list? The first thing I have in mind is spending or living at least one month on every continent. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be interesting. And uh, maybe the second... I mean, there aren't that many continents. You could live for one year in every continent. Yeah, no, but I said (laughs) at least. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The next thing I think... Right now, as it's winter, I want to go snowboarding in Japan. Mm. It's snowing on, on Mount, Mount Fuji. Fuji. Yeah. yeah. It's, go, I, I do don't it. Know. I would. But so I that, still that's have a bucket them. list. Yeah. yeah. And for sure, Grand Canyon. I don't know why, but I have a thing for the Grand Canyon. I, I, I'm not so interested in LA and everything around yeah. Nevada, Las Vegas and everything, but I think Grand Canyon, maybe Alaska. Oh, it's something. yeah, Alaska would be great. Yeah, and Iceland. Into uh, the Iceland. wild. Yes. It's... I'm getting into the wild vibes over here. Well, Alaska's into the wild. Yeah, Iceland I know. I know. Is Secret Life of Walter Mitty, and those two are my two favorite movies of all time. There you <laughs> go. Into the wild, you said. Yeah, Into the Wild is Alaska. Yeah, I've recently watched that. Yeah, what do you think of it? Yeah. It's I don't know. It's. It's, it's different, yeah. It's it sad. slaps hard. I, it slaps you hard. I didn't expect to to finish like that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's sad. it's heartbreaking. It is. It is. It is. Oh. You have that epiphany. You realize, yeah. like, oh, now I know everything, and then you die. Um, whoops! Yeah. <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. But yeah, if if you already spoiled that one quote, that it's in the end. So I had like by that the time i watched into the wild i think it was summer in high school like 10th or 11th yeah. grade something i was into journaling back then and i have an entire page in, in my journal with just quotes from into the wild yeah. and that f- that freaking final quote with happiness is only real when it's shared yeah like yeah. i always slap so hard i don't know i have something for journeys like that like what do you mean I don't know, just regular journeys. Like, he may have some of the most interesting journeys ever. What, that guy? Yeah. Alexander guy. Supertramp. Yeah. Just the wonderless of getting, just of wandering but not being lost. Yeah. And just seeing how life happens. Wasn't that a quote? Happens. Not all those who wander, wander are, are lost. lost. Yeah. yeah. 
And thinking about sabbatical, uh, I read the Shudok from Phil Knight. And that's how we, he came with the idea for Nike. He took a sabbatical. Oh, really? Yeah, he went to Japan and Greece and all of the mm. Europe. Came back and he was like, just do it. Yeah. That is Nike's model, right? Just do yeah. it? Okay. And Nike is actually the goddess of victory. Really? He learned that in Greece. And I, I, I and thought which pantheon? What? And which pantheon? Uh, I don't which know. Culture? <laughs> I don't know, but I thought that's... Uh, a sabbatical is something different it's something you should try yeah i i should but i need money <laughs> do it like i do it just get enough <laughs> vacation days so you can just earn, earn yourself a summer vacation yeah see i that was a recent epiphany of mine that i like my life very balanced in that sense so i don't think i i, I don't think i could for example, crunch one year and, you know, have a plan. I already mentioned I'm, I'm bad at planning, right? And I hate plans. So I can already, and that combined with this, I already know that deciding that, okay, I'm going to take a year where I'm just working, crunching like a madman, no days off uh, to, no, to gather money and holidays and then do something crazy is something I couldn't do. I'd rather have a much more balanced sort of work work life but i think you relationship do, i i think you're able to do something remote if you're yes definitely if you really know that you want to take a sabbatical year let's say well in our case it's still easy you can definitely do remote regardless it's, it's not it's not the same though it's definitely it's a good idea yeah i would always vouch for that but it's not the same thing because if you do remote work you're still working so eight yeah, hours I know what eight hours saying. maybe less you still have to work whilst when you do a sabbatical you just you're there yeah but you don't have any income that's the whole point of a sabbatical i'm still thinking about that for our work week from team ferries but well you're the one who wants to be a freelancer so it might yeah. work for you yeah i know we're employed I, we we took that trip in Cluj and we both worked. Well, you worked. I worked on some other shit. But you also worked, yeah. We yeah, I also work. worked, but I worked on other shit, not like my employer. But you worked and, you know, it's still like the eight hours of daytime that you I have know. are spent working. And then yeah, it's like, we're still, right, I always do nighttime activities. It was still really cool. I would still yes. do that in, yeah. in various cities. And we had only one week, but if we had like a month, we have had a couple of weekends that we can actually experience the city. That's true. I just know that it's possible. I don't know how, but I, I'll think. I'll. I met a lot of people in my in my sort nomads. of travels. Yeah, I met a lot of digital nomads yeah. uh, when I was staying in hostels. Because if I go somewhere and I don't have anywhere to stay, I'll usually yeah, yeah. well pre COVID, I'd sit in the hostel and it was fucking great. And you meet a lot of people, and it was so strange meeting an Australian guy who did AWS backend development. Yeah who was from Australia living in Bucharest and playing PUBG in his free time. That was, that was interesting. And you don't even spend that much. I mean, if you no. have clients from Australia and you spend in Bucharest, it's not a problem. Well, even, even if you go to an Asian country, like if you go to, to Vietnam That's or even to uh, Thailand, it's, it costs a lot to get there. But once you're yeah. there, everything's dirt cheap. Yeah, yeah. The goal is to earn dollars and spend pesos. <laughs> That's yeah. the goal. That's the joke, isn't it? It's not a joke. Well, or that's the that's the saying. That's what they that's say. That's the goal. Yeah. The that's goal is to 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 be paid by the project and spent by the hour. Or paid, <laughs> you know. 
or pay other people by the hour. Mm. I don't know. If I don't know. I I'd rather just take days off and go and do something else rather than like doing digital nomading. Yeah, because it's easier, right? You know when yeah. you, you just have to make it work because you know you you can make it work. And the yeah. worst case scenario, what you're gonna be a hobo for three months. But if yeah. nothing works good, you can always come back home. Yeah. Just make sure you have that deposit for the flights back home, and then you're fine. Well, no. What I'd like to do is something like in in Into the Wild. You know, you you take the sabbatical, and then you do the Into the Wild thing, and you like work at McDonald's. Yeah, definitely. But this is what I'm saying. You whatever. just have to make sure you have enough money to get back home in case yeah. everything goes. Would south. you cut your ID and ID and credit cards and everything? That's different. That. That's, that's, that's extreme. That's, that's extreme and makes yeah, no. That's no, I'm absurd. talking about like taking a I don't know three month sabbatical, where you go and fully immerse yourself and yeah. work at you know like you make sure you have only enough money to get back from anywhere you would go and that's it and then you go somewhere and immerse yourself and work for some money just for food or that was do taste something for else. Me. Like well, that's, would, the thing, that's the thing. That's yeah, what he's that saying. That was taste for me. That was yeah, the United yeah, yeah. States for me. That's so weird. Because I didn't come with any money, yeah, like, not at all savings or anything, but just enough to live by and I don't know, enjoy what's happening around there. That's so cool. Yeah, because my experience in London was different because I I had to live there and I had to find work and I had to study and it was it was not like that. I you know you still had fun and we walked around and London's a huge and beautiful place, but yeah, you know. Once once work started, it was mostly just That's work, work. That know, takes up your whole day, and yeah, I'm thinking about the stays. Like I usually slept for around probably five, six hours a night, and I was never tired, like never. Really? Yeah, and it, that won't last long though. Yeah, I, yeah, I know it's not That's sustainable. True, but it worked for for I don't know two or three months, and. Every night we're having a party or something like drinking, smoking or sitting with friends and we're going to bed at two o'clock. <laughs> yeah, but that right. works, especially you're both young and then working in a restaurant that keeps you alert. Yeah, so but you, you we will never do this in a, in a restaurant have a office around job. from, let's say, four o'clock. But I, I think it was different that we're by the ocean and the whole atmosphere around there. You you knew you had to to get up to do something. Mm. Right, that, that was different. That also, and this is what I'm saying, if you were to do a normal office job, yeah. you couldn't. You would fall yeah. asleep on your keyboard. Yeah. Exactly. I would have been crushed. Yeah, working on a restaurant, just everything is so alert and everything is high, uh, fast-paced. Yeah. It keeps you up. And it works. Yeah, and then you get, once you're out, you're having fun. And then again, there's no problem of being up. Well, that's fine. You, you got to do something like that at least once. Yeah. Just to see how it is. Like, I wouldn't go back to work in a restaurant. I would rather work, I'm, I'm not saying in an office, but something related to technology. But I don't know. The state is just different. I wouldn't trade Europe for the states uh like my whole life but i think um as far as you're healthy and still relatively young the states is a great place to make money hmm. yeah i would vouch for that i would agree with that but like the best 
where I felt the best was in in a small village in Florida where Columbus, I think, first uh, landed, landed, anchor. landed uh, yeah, anchored. His, I don't know his ship. Yeah, it was like Spain. Everything really? it's Spain. Yeah, because you don't see like terrace or terraces yeah exactly yeah you don't see that in in the states you just you just go to the malls and i don't know to a bar or in and out mcdonald's very capitalist yeah exactly but Mm. in that in that spot i think is the the unique spot in on the east side Mm. it's just like spain and someone was I don't know, singing on a guitar and oh, everything on a so terrace nice. and yeah. yeah, it's different. I get it. Like yeah. that, that felt like home. That felt like Europe. Narrow streets and Spain's architecture and everything, but the rest of the states is just capitalism, highways, <laughs> and a lot of land. Like, money, money, gotta make yeah. money. <laughs> well, um, on that note, yep, I was about to ask. Yep. We are well past our. There's no past audience for, allowed. <laughs> there's limit. no past time for guests. Uh, that I, I, that went by really fast. It did. It did. Yeah, How it much did. are we in? Uh, the clock says one hour and thirty, but we had oh about fifteen minutes of. So let's say one twenty before we recorded. So maybe like one twenty. Right. Yeah, it's good. it goes, it's it goes good. by really fast. It does. It does. Yeah, it does. It's like I feel now when you when you mentioned the Florida village. It, it hit me that you talked about Jacksonville. And f- for a second, it felt like, oh, when do we talk about that? Did we talk about that before recording? And then, and then <laughs> we it was like, no, we, we, we recorded when we talked about that. A lot of different subjects. Yeah, that's, that's good. That, it just goes so easily. And that's yeah, what I everybody that. is. I cannot get this across to anybody when I'm asking <laughs> to come to a podcast. It yeah, just flies worried. by. It's you easy. You know that we were talking about um, having those deep conversations oh, in Tucano. Yeah. You know what? Fuck, fuck the time limit. Let's, let's yeah, talk about I know. that for, for we 10 were minutes or whatever. We were in Tucano and yes, we, we were, were talking shop. about um, having way... How people don't have real deep conversations, conversations anymore. anymore. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, you, I think the argument was something like everyone talks on their phone and that's fine, but no one meets up and when they do, they talk... But they don't really discuss. They don't. Yeah. There's there's no depth like we have on the podcast or like yeah. I had in that interview That's with the, the guy I or whatever. That's why love podcast because every conversation is a deep conversation. Have you have any? I think you, Colleen, seen it because I sent it to you. Have you seen Joe Rogan's interview with well episode with uh, what's his name the the Korean guy Dave uh, David, Dave Cho? Cho, David Cho no. You have to watch that because that guy, Dave Cho, you said? Dave Cho, yeah. yeah He's the guy who became a millionaire because he designed or painted the Facebook logo like All way right. back in the day right. and they didn't have any money to pay him. So they gave him shares and then Facebook exploded. Yeah, so no, the guy uh, became a millionaire. Yeah. But this guy has such an amazing story. And that episode is is just nuts. It's crazy. It's the real that that human being is the realest fucking rawest but human that's being. a crazy human being yeah he has stories that's about special. going to africa and living with like cannibals and shit like that and not cannibals with pygmies uh they yeah there were pygmies they weren't cannibals they would eat dogs they would eat dogs okay yeah, but these are the fascinating oh, or stuff. no I or mean, monkeys monkeys they would eat monkeys 
Yeah, I think they they had a story when they were yeah, hunting the Yeah, because he baboons. was running behind them and they were like hunting it. And this guy was like, what the fuck? That monkey looks just like a human being and the same expressions as a human yeah. being. Like there, he was like, oh, no, you know, like <laughs> expressing don't kill me or whatever, just like a human would. And these guys would just eat it because it's their food. And this guy was like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, but it's kind of it's a bit weird because I tried to explain this to everybody. The moment you put on a headset and you have a mic in your in your face in front of you it's something different like you have to say something you feel like it's more you're invested in the conversation right yeah, yeah. you can't just be on your phone and just say yeah i'm gonna do this yeah, and then my life is this and then yeah, exactly it's, it's exactly what we talked about in tucano it's like you're yeah. you're fo- the microphone and the headset forces you to talk and be engaged no but i think rather the phone gets you out of there mm. i'm not sure if the mic makes you yeah yeah i know what you mean be in that conversation but surely the phone, because we had this conversation before where I sort of defended staying on your phone because you stay on your phone most of the time to do something, something that you want to do. I don't know. I'm, I'm depends. Not depends on the person. You I really yeah, try okay. to yeah, restrict definitely. my my time spent on the phone because I, I feel that most of it is irrelevant. It's just infinite mindless scrolling. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I'm numb all the time I'm on my phone. You're desensitized. Yeah. You might feel engaged in the first, I don't know, two to five minutes. But after that, you're just numblessly scrolling around. Just scroll, scroll, entertain me, scroll. Check, checking for the next notification or anything. Exactly. Opening. I do that. Open every single app. Exactly. Just to, you to have make a sure social media routine. Exactly. Yeah, just to make sure through. you didn't like miss a notification just to or check out every your, your, possible. Your phone didn't glitch out and forgot to send you a notification or something. And that's yeah, yeah no, that is sad. It's not that much about the mic and the headset that just puts you in a different space, but it's the fact that you're now you're forced to have a conversation. There's yep. no way of getting out. You cannot get bored. Yeah. You're that's not allowed I'm, to get bored. That's why so I'm you a get fan invested. of creators like this. Like that's why I'm a fan of podcasts and try to listen as much podcast as possible because they go into stuff. They go into, into the, tangents. Exactly. <laughs> like there are different layers for each conversation. You know that I actually never understood who would want to be a radio host as a as a job when I was a kid. Hmm. Like who would want to do that? No, but a radio I would. host now. But now, yeah, I yeah exactly. I, I yeah, now actually yeah. understand it. Like why would you? But do I this? think they are different. Like a radio host mostly talks for somebody else, and you are talking with some somebody else. Yeah, radio hosts mostly like what present exactly something to. I get. It. Yeah, you know. I, I definitely get. It. It's a different. If it's just, it's a different format. But let's say it's the two of us and we would have a, or the three of us actually, and then we would just have a radio show in the morning. We're, except for the yeah, fact that we had to put music saying. on, we would kind of do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely agree with the fact that it, the headset microphone, figuratively speaking, forces you to keep engaged because you're aware they're yeah. like okay i'm i'm you know these guys are doing show and you know you have to or and there's even an audience that's listening yeah and you have like, to say something yeah you don't want to i i don't want to do any fucking edit editing magic so i want to like keep it a one cut you know like one one shot one take uh and it's fun because the conversation flows and you want to keep it flowing yeah that's exactly it flows because yeah. it, it was way harder for me in the first 10 minutes yeah i mean let's say in the warm-up yeah yeah but afterwards it's just that's how we come came up with a warm-up going, you know that's how we came up with the warm-up because we would just record and then be like uh, 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 uh and you know and then, and then we notice it yep. takes like 
10 to 15 minutes and we act till we actually get going with it yeah and we get into the flow do you remember when we realized i remember well i re- i realized that when we were recording with no prep before uh and then we'd start talking and blah 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 and after the first half hour we'd really get into a subject and then we'd approach the 40 to 50 minute mark where we have to you like end to, an episode yep. and then i'm like really warmed up and i'm talking about something and I'm like ah oh, yeah anger is just not a problem anymore you have ideas you can talk exactly. about anything I and can you talk just, about anything yeah and then the then flow of the whole conversation like, oh, is just fuck. formed right and you just know you can ride the whole flow again. exactly you don't have to exactly. form anything yeah, yeah. Probably that's why Joe Rogan has the two hour and forty minutes every podcast. Yeah, definitely. It's, and we actually wanted to yeah. start with that. Yeah, we wanted to start yeah, like no, that. It, we'll just it, talk it's, shit. Hard, it's hard for the audience, but yes, yeah. Joe Rogan has a lot of devoted people who listen yeah. to him, and also he but has. I mean, cool he's guests. the first one to do that. Let's be honest that about is, that. Yeah, he's the he first does one that from. He does this from I don't know. I think six, it's thirteen years or something. Yeah, exactly. He had an anniversary recently, like a couple of months ago or something. We'll fact check that. But it's a lot. Yeah. Honestly. It is a lot. And it's interesting because he was one of the first ones and he's also the most popular now. Yep. He's the biggest fucking podcast ever. Yeah. It's interesting. But that was his whole idea. Just get a bunch of friends together. Yeah. People just to talk with in front of a mic. Yeah. See, that's the thing. He started out with a bunch of friends. Yeah. who he talked to and now he has like renowned neuroscientists and most of and them he Elon just Musk approached on email or yeah an email or i don't know like, hey do you want to be on my podcast yeah yeah all right um that's it for today thank you so much alex for yeah. being here i'm glad to be here i hope you will come back again because this yeah, was actually sure. very refreshing yeah we'll yeah. definitely have nice you again chat. in the studio yeah um and you have 20 seconds to uh, plug in whatever you want if it's you want to tell people where they can find you or you want to promote a book or something that you did <laughs> or something to someone book. whatever man if you want to like recommend a book that you like to someone or any anything plug anything what you want you got 20 seconds go right now uh, well i don't know my my favorite book probably was shoe dog from last year it's just a, an incredible... Shoe yeah, Shudo from Phil Knight. He's the founder of Nike. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's it's just an incredible journey. And I don't know. I'm glad to be here. And it was extremely fun to talk here, <laughs> even though I was batshit nervous at first. Ah, uh, you're fine. And if people want to tell me anything or have, uh, I don't know, any ideas regarding some subjects we we discussed i'm at any feedback yes alex one lazar on instagram and alex v lazar on twitter because <laughs> right now i'm i'm huge on twitter <laughs> oh twitter's amazing yeah. i wish you were more popular in romania yeah i know but it, it's quite it it's quite okay i mean you you find a lot of interesting people on twitter exactly yeah. Of, you, you don't that you Twitter. don't do that on instagram that's why no. i like it exactly i mean you you can top into the mind of some interesting people on twitter yep that's why i'm using it right now so there you go yeah. you heard it here ladies thank and you gentlemen for having me, guys thank you for Anytime. being here and uh that's it from that's us it. yeah i hope you have a beautiful day evening morning weekend week whatever or whatever time of the day you're listening to exactly this. and uh see you next time see ya Bye-bye. Bye bye